So today, we're going to be talking about giving content away, and if you do, will people pay for it on the back end? Hey, hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Go Rogue Podcast. My name is Brian Fitton, and this is the podcast dedicated to small business owners, marketers who are trying to give value to their audience, bring, you know, bring some value to them. Right, give in this world, not just take. Right, that's true. yeah, that's that is, that's right. That's what this that's is right. all about. Yeah. So, uh, if you're watching on video, to my immediate right, we have a an awesome guest host, Mr. Jason Miller. Say what's up, Jay. Hey guys, what's up? Hey, what's up? And then on the other side is Miss Lauren Lewis. Say what's up, Lauren. What's up? Hey, we are hanging out at Red Barn Studio. We're back. Yeah. In in the studio again. So. Jason has uh, treated us right, brought us back in here, an awesome setup, and awesome microphones, as always. So make sure you guys check him out, redbarnstudio.net. Um, he'll uh, get you hooked up with any audio recording, video, anything. I mean, really, anything that you need, right? Anything. Except, anything. Except dental work. <laughs> <laughs> We're not even going to go into that conversation. <laughs> All right. So um, we like to have a little fun at the beginning of our episodes as well. Uh, so we're going to start off with what you're obsessed with this week, right? So, uh, Lauren, why don't you go ahead and kick us off? All right. Well, I am a huge fan of Seven Brew. Yeah. And I love that they do their monthly concoctions. They'll do three drinks each month. Do you oh, not know this, Brian? I, didn't, I mean, I've, I've seen the drinks, but I didn't know it was get with like... It. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this month they have what they call the irish blondie i mean it's literally the blondie with irish cream it's not like crazy but it's super good and Mm. i really love it so i've actually had it multiple times i won't say how many (laughs) but it's really good nice nice is that like a little bailey's in there is that what you're saying what bailey's I don't yeah. think they can do that in the drive-thru. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I want to get that to go. <laughs> little Bailey's in there, a little Irish cream. Just, no, the, just the flavor? Oh. <laughs> okay. Not at the okay. drive-thru. Okay, okay. All right, JG Mill, what are you obsessed with uh, this week? I man? go through this about once every six months. I really think I need a new car, and I get <laughs> crazy obsessed with searching for the perfect yeah, yeah. Toyota 4Runner, Subaru Outback, yeah. whatever it daily switches, but I get so obsessed. What is car it now? Right now it's an Outback. Really? Okay. I don't know. That's pretty Fayetteville of me. That is, yeah. You're you're on the outskirts here. You're they're pulling you in, man. They're pulling. Well, I have you to in. go Forerunner though. That's my classic. Oh. Well, we had talked about a Tacoma at one point. <sighs> they're so expensive, they man. Are crazy expensive. It's a truck. It's a small truck. You could probably drive it for twenty years and sell it for more than I know, what you right? For, so. I know. But I think I'm gonna stick to Forerunner. Yeah. Dude, I just keep moving up cool the rides. year chain. Yeah. 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 That's what I've been obsessed with that. Yeah. Um, so my obsession this week is probably got to be, uh, Instagram. This is a marketing one. I usually try to do something non-marketing, but I will say this has been awesome because it's like connected me with people. So I reply to everybody who follows me with a video message, something about their profile, and then just thanking them for connecting. It is a lot of work, but people are freaking out about it. Like I have people like that was the coolest thing. They're like saying I've never had anyone send me a video message. It's really cool, and and it it's really it's taken a lot to kind of get over myself too. It's the first couple ones I had to record multiple times, but anyway, yeah. Oh, did it get you thinking? You're like in the thinking <laughs> position. He's like, what? huh? So what huh. are you hoping to come out of all this? 
work. Honestly, just well, I don't. There's not really a goal other than I just don't want to lose them because everybody like follows to unfollow. Yeah, boom, boom, and yeah. so if you're like legit connecting with them. It makes makes it a little more real. So, and you also see who's using bots, by the way, oh, because yeah. if you send them a message and then they reply back with a generic one, and it says like they just send it and it was like hey, active two days ago, and I'm like, yeah, that's I, not I want, you. I want to do some fake follows for me. I want to get like Sarah's gingerbread cookies to follow you. But <laughs> hey, Sarah, your gingerbreads look great. I want to see that. <laughs> so there was a local. <laughs> it's so weird that you say it was like a local bakery that I did this with. Hey. And they were kind of freaked out a little bit. I was well, like, dude, get off my I, yeah, I was like, I love cakes too. Like, oh my gosh. Dude. Like, <laughs> it could have gone yeah. really badly. You got to be careful not to be a creep. Anymore. I will say, so I, I have been a little leery. Yeah, just being a guy and sliding into the DMs. Yeah, don't slide into. It's got a bad connotation. Um, I have tried to uh, to make sure that if it is somebody, like if they have a woman, that I'll reference my wife woman. in general. You know, I'll say, oh, yeah, my wife loves that too. Or there is, you know, they'll have a picture of the kids or something. Like, oh, hey, we have three toddlers, oh, and that's I crazy, but wife. thanks for connecting. <laughs> that's you know? good. <laughs> I'm like, what's up, That's girl? good. What's up, girl? <laughs> thanks for liking my Insta. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right, so man, we need to get out of this quick. This is a we got a hard transition. So today we're gonna be talking about giving content away, and if you do, will people pay for it on the back end? So right, Mm. so that's kind of the whole premise of the show is providing value. What is Zig Ziglar? Was he the one that was like, you gotta be more valuable? No, it was not. It was one of those old guys. It was just talking about making sure that you're valuable. Um, and bringing your customers value before you ask them for anything. But mm-hmm. uh, we're really focused on like you providing high quality content for them and giving it for free. And what does that look like? Does it come back or do you just get taken advantage of? So mm-hmm. um, Lauren has an awesome quote. I do. Why don't That's you kick really us cool. off with that awesome quote, Lauren? All right. It's from tech.co. <laughs> Uh, Before developing a marketing strategy of any kind, it's important to figure out who you're selling to. If you don't want to sell things for cheap, don't. Instead, give away that content for free and price paid products accordingly. This creates a great feedback loop because people trust that you produce high quality content and are thoughtful enough to share it with everyone. Many of them will be much more likely to make a purchase when they're invited to do so. And the ones who can't afford to pay will remain champions of the brand. Nice, nice. So we were talking mm-hmm. before we started recording. Um, Jason and I, we've done, so we, we uh, I think we've talked about this before, but Red Barn Studio live sessions where we've made 100 plus videos yeah. for, for yeah. Uh, different artists and stuff, and most of those being for free or for very little money just to kind of help promote the community, promote artists in general and the music as a passion project. Um, but... Jason was also, we were talking about, you know, invoicing those and saying, hey, we're giving this for you for free and we're discounting, but just to let you know, this is how much it probably would cost. And it's not just something that's super easy for us to do. Um, It does take time, but giving them that value in in the back end. But yeah, Jason, talk to us a little bit about that because it's, it's obviously a fine line, you know, with giving especially quality content, um, but making sure to show, hey, this is valuable valuable stuff. Yeah. So when I started in the recording business, uh, doing my own thing, uh, I think a general, uh, line of thought is you just want somebody to work with you Yeah. and you're like, come please work with me. It's free. And I think free work at the right time is really important to develop your, um, 
your skills and develop your um, uh, body of work mm -hmm. to then show somebody this is what I can do and, and then pay for it. So um, I definitely did that early on as a studio owner. I worked with a lot of people for next to nothing uh, and then slowly started um, trying to figure out my value to them uh, and slowly started charging. So I think it's a good thing to do at the beginning. Mm -hmm. It's also a good thing to do with people that you really believe in and uh, consider sort of a passion project. We've yeah. done that a lot with video and I've done a lot with audio. It's something I really want to stand behind and associate my brand with. So I'll do work for them for reduced costs. But like you said, I always try to invoice and show them the full cost yeah. and then say, here's what you got it for. Mm -hmm. Just so they feel a little bit of how much that should have cost. Yeah, absolutely. Well, especially in production, why in, in this world of production, there's not any just set template. It's not saying, hey, if you want a music video from anybody, it should cost this, right? It's not a uh, cheeseburger. It's not, you know what I mean? Like, it makes sense that it's, it's, it just depends on skill level, production quality. I mean, there's so many factors to it. Um, I started out, especially in the photography world, of giving free shoots and even kind of naivete here, but I wanted to shoot for musicians. I was like, man, I want to be a band photographer. Which have no money. Which have no money. <laughs> I found that out through <laughs> the years that even the biggest bands, because I've shot for some like decent sized people, and it was like, hey, can we pay for your gas to come shoot our photos? And it was like pulling teeth to get, oh, dude. To get that out of there, yeah, too. Yeah, so. Sorry, we're coming back around to like <laughs> the dental references. The dental reference. Good. So I had a root canal today. Let's just let's just clear let's the get air. it out. Let's get it <laughs> out of the air. I had a root canal, and it wasn't because my teeth were crappy. Apparently, it was an old filling. Oh, and worst. Like, it was like I've forgotten that I even got a filling on that, and they were like, "Oh yeah, it's like hitting the nerve." Like it's been years. It's been years. But anyway, all right, moving on. <clears throat> so. I would say this, especially for photographers. So if you're in photography or in the production world, um, one thing that I've really seen a trend in, and I've, I've noticed this is people who are either second shooting for like wedding photographers. So kind of giving some value when it comes to that, getting the experience, building your portfolio out to where you don't have to just completely work one-on-one -on -one with a client, not have any experience. And, you know, especially with weddings, kind of like ruin their big day because you have no experience and you're giving them free hmm. photos. Hmm. Or just work with somebody who has that experience, work in that free capacity, build your portfolio like that, and then really kind of learn how to price yourself going into it too. So, but can I can I just drop a bomb on all this please, conversation? Please. Not referencing any of my clients in the past, but some of my worst experiences with oh, clients oh, were yeah. my free to re and reduce cost clients. Yep. Damn. They actually demand more from you yeah. and expect more from you than you were willing to give because you weren't clear with your expectations and boundaries and some kind of contract or sit down to say, this is how we're going to do it and this is what it'll cost. Well, when yeah. you're doing it for free, that's all out the window. They will take advantage. It's, I hate to say that, but it, it's happened time and time again. Yeah. My worst projects that have tanked and gone awry have been from free or reduced yeah. clients. Yeah. So there's a point where you have to take the leap and value yourself. And when there's value on both ends and they're got some skin in the game and you have some skin in the game, it's just better. Oh yeah, absolutely. So. Absolutely. Yeah. And so this kind of goes back to even us talking like once you're giving this, this content, this value away, you know, is it going to come back to you? Right. Um, I think <clears throat> I'll just say for myself, everything that I've given has always led to something, right? 
And whether it be somebody see a video or somebody reference or say, hey, oh yeah, you've got to work with Brian because you know he did this for us and they'll show them a product. And a lot of times they don't say, hey, it was for free. Now that's been my case. Um, and so it's always kind of led to some type of networking or something. I, I will say, I mean, there's there are times that you just never hear from them again, yeah. right? But I have had people that I haven't talked to in five years say, hey, I've got a referral for you. I know you did this for us way back when. And so it has always kind of at least somewhat come back around, but that's not the expectation. The expectation is like, hey, I'm giving this to you. I just want you to have it. I want to provide you value. No expectations. And that that a lot of times helps in that transition too. Sure. And if you did invoice them for the full cost with the reduced price, then they know when they go to reference a friend, well, he you know, he's gonna be he's gonna be some money. He's gonna cost. Yeah. Yep. My, my, my worst experience with this, I'm just sharing all these horror stories from the <laughs> studio world, is I, from the ground floor, getting into the local music scene and hanging out with artists and helping do some live shows for them and running them in different places and doing some free songs. There's a certain group I was I was running at a, fest, a little craft fair mm-hmm. festival thing and they were playing, everybody was loving it. And they were like, shout out to Red Barn and Jason because yeah, he's, yeah. he's doing all this amazing stuff for all these artists for free, man. It's awesome. I'm like... <laughs> Like face palmed right there and said, yeah. dang it. So I think at that point though, I had pushed too hard on the free thing yeah. and I became the free nice guy yeah. that had good yeah. gear and could do you right. Yeah. And so I had to transition to just be more clear about that. Yeah. Absolutely. And that was hard for me because like creatives don't like talking about money. Yeah. And we just want to create. We right? want to create and do, do good work. But if you, if you talk about the price up front, or, you know, even, even to get creative, like offer some free, uh, add-ons, you know, where, where you could, I know a guy in, uh, in the mastering world who does a free test master and that's his lead magnet to get people to then go, Oh, master my whole record. That was awesome. Oh, yeah. by the way, I cost a hundred bucks a song. Yeah. So there's tons of that online in the audio world with guys that are educators and that are giving away free content about how to mic a bass drum or how to mic an acoustic guitar. And then all of a sudden, two weeks later, you get an email that says, hey, here's my full course. Yeah. You should get into And some of these guys are just killing it in that world. Yeah, yeah, so absolutely. Free content up front. But then yeah. you have to make the ask. Yeah. I think that's, well, and that goes back to Gary Vaynerchuk's jab, 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 right hook. Mm-hmm. So give, 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 and then ask. Not the, here's my sales pitch. You're going to take all of it. But like, no, let me just ask. Like, hey, I provided you value. How about how about yeah. we, we work something out and we work together? So Yeah, absolutely. Lauren, do you have anything in this area? I know that you've kind of done some different content and stuff and worked for some different brands, but what how do you feel about it? What what are what are your feelings right now about this? I think my feelings, I mean, there is a line. I mean, to understand that, you know, we're a quality company, you know, we have quality products and we do deserve, you know, a monetary, you know, yeah. reward for that, <laughs> for providing a service. Um, but I think it's more in a spirit of generosity within your company that, you know, once they've signed the dotted line, hey, once in a while, we'll throw something on you didn't even ask for. Yeah. And it's not something sometimes that's even on one of your packages or listed. I just did it because I've really yep. enjoyed our relationship. Yep. And that's not something that they, you know, are going to be able to like haggle. You, you know, I mean, it's not yeah. something that's going to really come back to you, I don't think. Um, and so it's more having that spirit apart a part of it, you know, I think just that generous spirit that it's more about being a relationship and being human. Um, <clears throat> but at the beginning, it's definitely like we're a business. Like we yeah. still, you, you have to honor both ways at the street. So I think a phrase that relates to that a little bit is this whole under promise over, over deliver idea, yes. which 
I don't like the word under promise because I kind of want to like promise what I'm promising, but promise what you're going to do, but then over deliver every time. Hey guys, like in my studio world, we still got a couple hours in the day. You guys are wrapped up. Like you want to do it in the bonus song? I'll do it. Let's just do it, man. Cool. That's huge. Um, Hey, we did, you know, we do this all the time with our sessions, Brian. Mm -hmm. Uh, We'll, we'll be taking photographs all night along maybe during setup of of a live session and then we'll shoot the live session and be like, Hey guys, we got these great shots of you. Here they are. Yeah. Um, and just offer them to the artists for their own promotion. Uh, and that goes a long ways. True. True. Add value. And with, without the expectation that they'll tag you on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Cause funny. you may get harassed in the end. Harassed. So they, they may, they may take your photo and put a terrible filter on it and then not tag you, which is okay oh, if they already put I, yeah. throughout a little bit. I know what you're talking you. about. So I'm, I'm just saying, if, if you're going to if you're gonna take somebody's photo, make sure, you know. Just leave it alone. Just, just leave the photo just, alone. Know, no need just, to add a just saying. high contrast <laughs> <laughs> filter. It's getting, real, it's getting real in here tonight. This is a therapy session more yeah, than anything. This so. is very good. Um, but anyway, all right. So just to kind of finish up here and just kind of close out like what are some things i guess best advice for people who are really maybe even getting started and i say that in in the business world or even the marketing world like trying to kind of kick off and get get things rolling but they're they're trying to either build a portfolio or they're trying to build out their clientele or whatever you know they want to work with bigger clients um so because there is some validation in that when you have people you've worked with who have bigger names you know so what's what's kind of some advice for somebody looking to just really start giving value without expectation, but hoping that it comes back around. Lauren, we'll kind of go to you with that one. So I would say finding that sweet spot is probably going to be the most important, um, that you don't need to have to do all your work for free. Yeah. Um, you know, you're not a college intern for forever, you know? (laughs) Um, and, but you don't also want to give stuff out that nobody wants, you know, giving a stress ball with your logo isn't really that exciting. So, um, so it's finding that sweet spot, um, of content people really care about and they appreciate, and then they want to come back for more. Um, but they're not running away with all of your business for free. True. True. Yeah. My advice would be, um, always do great work, even for the projects early on that you may not be super excited about mm. because your reputation in the creative world will will precede you everywhere you go and if you are that guy that just kills it every time no matter what the project that's going to come back around yeah yeah that's what i would say absolutely i'm gonna kind of piggyback off of what miller said before with the extra little bonuses and that extra little ad, just just that. It may not be always free up front. Hey, this is my price. I can do a little reduction, but hey, I'm going to throw in a few of these extra little things, right? Because I feel like in, in this world of like, we're all human, we all want to feel connection. If I'm coming to you and then on top of that, you're believing in what I'm doing or you're saying, hey, this is really cool. Like I want to help contribute to this a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that even maybe goes a little bit farther and I try to remember that too I actually got a message today and this person was doing something really cool and we were talking about pricing and stuff back and forth and I started to respond with very generic basic response and I stopped and I was like you know what I just want to thank you for what you're doing because it was in the mental health arena I'm like there there needs to be more people like you who are taking this stuff seriously yes you're you're providing value and whatever else but I just want to take a second and say thank you because it's a hard place to be in mm-hmm. trying to make money in that space too so Thank you for what you're doing. I believe in what you're doing. 
and then kind of then going into like just trying to keep a, a human aspect to it as well. So yeah, not be so fast paced Instagram swipe. Oh, that looks cool. Move along, but really dig into the human nature. Yep. Absolutely. That's good. Absolutely. All right. Well, Hey Jason, where can find, where can people find more information about you? If they do want to come in and do an awesome studio setup, track some drums or bongos or, you know, yeah, we'll track anything <laughs> within reason. Uh, let's see. You can find us on red barn studio on Instagram. We'll pop up there pretty early in your search and a red barn studio.net or at Jason at red barn studio.net. Oh, How about that email? There's, there's that email. That doesn't go, you guys, this is a special on the podcast. Just so you know, that doesn't go out to everybody. So yeah, this is only for podcast listeners. Only, only podcast. Just special. <laughs> special for podcast listeners. So um, make sure you guys do well. And obviously, we'll have the uh, all the show notes and everything on our website, goroguex.com. Um, the awesome Miss Lauren does that every time. So make sure you guys check out the blog. So we, she does an awesome little write-up and some quotes and stuff from there as well. And then we do some audiograms on Instagram after the fact, and we kind of make it a little special. So make sure you guys check that out. So, wow. Yeah. I mean, you know, we're bringing that value. Bringing the value Just to the people. dropping it like Jeez. crazy. So anyway, hey, thank you guys so much, and we'll see you later. <laughs>